What's up, everybody? How's it going? Howie Spangler here. This is uh, Tales from the Green Room, episode 82. How you feeling? Man, I uh, feel like I effing slacked last week on these uh, on this podcast, man. I was hoping to get one done. I brought all my stuff with me. It was all in there. I got a nice case for everything. It's all organized and uh, had it there under my bunk and uh, never got to pull it out. We were, uh, we were out with Revolution last week and man, it was a great week. It was awesome. Um, that band is super professional. I mean, the crew, I mean, just worked so hard. I mean, those guys work, guys and girls. There were some ladies there. Um, worked super hard. They just, I mean, and the South Carolina date was stupid hot. I'd say 400% humidity. Like we were underwater. Um, and it was really hot and just, ugh. Um, but they pulled it off. I mean, the stuff that these people have to set up every day and break down every day, you have no clue. Like it's insane. Um, so thank you to the Revolution Band and crew and Kali Buds. Thanks for having us out last week. And um, I mean, we met a lot of new people that hadn't heard of us or people that had heard of us but never saw the band before or maybe didn't really listen to this stuff before. Um, met a lot of people and it was rad. Uh, saw a bunch of Valley Hooligans out there. Saw a bunch of people that, you know, I've seen at the other shows. It's, it's just nice. Nice to see familiar faces. A lot of Ballyhoo t-shirts. Um, it was great. And uh, we had Eric on stage with us every night doing uh, This Chick is Whack. And uh, the song we all did together. And it was just fun. It was just, I, I was I was honestly kind of like worried. Um, we've done tours in the past where you go out with this band and you realize like three or four days in that it's just not going to work as far as like, like the all the band guys and stuff that we've, met they're like nice guys and things like that but that has nothing to do with it it was it was the crowd that like you know wasn't into it you know and you could just tell it's like oh the rest of the tour is gonna be like this you always have that hope like nah it's just weird market maybe you know we haven't been here that much and you know maybe tomorrow will be better but we've had those tours where just like for six or seven weeks we're just like just hating it you know like like you gotta we love the job but it's uh it starts to really grate on you when you, the crowd is just not feeling it. It's just obviously not a good match, you know? And then it starts feeling feeling like a waste of time. Like, oh, I'm, I'm wasting, you know, a month and a half going out on the road and, you know, uh, playing to people that don't want to listen to us, you know? But with Revolution's crowd, it, was, it wasn't that way. It was everyone looked like the people that listen to our band, you know? Like, it just felt like home in a way. Um, so thank you very much. And I know, like, Revolution promotes, like, you know, positivity and just good vibes, you know, as, as the tour name was. Um, and I felt it. It was really great. We met so many people that uh, were stoked on the band, you know, for the first time. So that's why you go down, go out on support tours, you know. And um, this one was one that it was a no brainer. When we got the offer, we were like, how many shows? Five? Sure, let's do it. It doesn't matter that it's that it was only five shows and, you know, not a month long or two months long. Don't worry about that. You know, this is I'm speaking to the artists now. Um, don't get frustrated if you only get offered a few dates and it's not the full tour or something like that. Because it can, if you, if you're, uh, 
not fangirling girling the whole time and you're um, you're doing your job and you're not getting in the way. Um, I, I need to do, I need to do a whole episode about this about how to be on tour with a bigger band. Um, don't be in the way. Don't overstay your welcome. Say hi to the to the band, but you know don't be annoying. Things like that. Um, they'll remember that stuff. They'll be like, "Oh, those guys were cool." You know, we got a lot of compliments each day from the crew, different crew crew people on the tour, saying like, "Oh, you guys are so easy," and like we don't have to think about it, and just I don't have to worry about anything. And like, and our road crew, the Ballyhoo Road crew, is just on top of their shit as well. Like they just they get things done, and they're fast and. Uh, they're good people, so I don't have to worry about relations, you know. Um, and uh, you always want to leave your best mark, you know, because it can turn into something later. Um, so take every opportunity and and make the most of it. Uh, so gonna be out. We're leaving next week. We've got actually got two shows this week in Maryland. Uh, they're playing at Secrets on Wednesday. That's uh, tomorrow, actually. Uh, Ocean City, and then um, Tiki Bar on Saturday the 17th in uh, Solomon's Island. Um, haven't been there yet. Heard good things, though. Heard it's going to be rad. Um, so, uh, you know, a couple couple beach shows this week. Trying to squeeze every ounce of summer that we can out of this, you know. Um, and then next week, we meet up with Pacifier and Catched Out. Good friends of ours. Uh, this is going to be such a rad tour. Starting at the, uh, the Brooklyn Bowl in Vegas next Friday, August 23rd. The same day that Sounds of Summer 19 drops, by the way. Have you pre-saved? I'm talking to you. Listen, you. Did you pre-save yet? Huh? Um, Ballyhoo, Sounds of Summer 19. We've got two songs coming out. Dark Sunglasses and uh, uh, California King. And I'm super proud and super excited for y'all to hear this. It feels like some next level stuff. It's just good summer jams going into the fall. Uh, Dark Sunglasses is like a kind of a hangover song. So end of summer feels good, you know, for this. Um, and uh, California King is like just the, the ballad to follow it up. You know, it's just a good ballad. Um, anyway, I really think you're going to enjoy it. Please help us out with a pre-save. Every pre-save um, helps the the Spotify and Apple Music algorithms pick us up and put us on playlists and you put us in in you know on on those uh, personalized playlists like uh, new release radar and uh, discover weekly and stuff like that that all helps the more the more pre saves we have the more of that action we're gonna get um, so you can, uh, you can go to go to um, the Bally Hooligans Facebook group. The link's there. The, it's, it's also, um, if you haven't joined that, you should. It's a really great community. Um, and then uh, on Instagram, we have the links all there as well. I think the, the Facebook page has it. It should, anyway. Um, thanks to uh, Myrtle Beach, KZQ, for playing Dark Sunglasses for the first time. It was the first time it's been aired on the radio in the world. Myrtle Beach did it Sunday night, and it was great. Uh, it seemed to be very responsive people seem to dig it um and i think tomorrow ocean 98 in ocean city is going to play it so look out for that uh, I'll, I'll be making posts i'm sure um I'm trying to think of anything else going on um yeah uh so brooklyn bowl next friday and then reggae rise up festival in uh, heber city utah august 24th um revolution's playing that slightly stupid pacifier cashed out um lots more 
uh, Reef in Boise. We haven't been to Boise in a couple of years. Um, so get out for that. That's next Sunday, August 25th. Uh, August 27th, it's a Tuesday. It's the Crocodile, Seattle, Washington. We haven't been to Seattle in two years. It's, time, it's finally time to come back. I'm so glad it worked out this time. It just didn't work out the last few times. Um, so I know it's a Tuesday, but we really hope to see you guys out. We're, we're trying not to make it too late for you. Um, but yeah, uh, Portland, Bend, Placerville for Dry Diggings Festival. That's going to be a good one. That's the Cali Roots people that do that. Ineffable, I, I think, as well. Uh, Bakersfield, Bullhead City, Arizona, Dallas, Austin, Houston, New Orleans, so come out, come hang with us. Um, and we just announced today our Halloween show, the return of the Halloween show. It's back October 26th at Baltimore Soundstage. Uh, we're going to have Article Sound System and Fayuka joining us for that from the fall tour, which is also on sale. We're going to hit Chicago and we're hitting uh, Omaha and Kansas City, Denver, you know, Springs, Fort Collins, Cincinnati, Columbus, Pittsburgh. Uh, go check out the dates at ballyhurocks.com slash tour and uh, please grab some tickets and come say what's up come hang out with us um, yeah uh, we skipped out on the Halloween show last year just because um, I was just over it and uh, you know it was just time I, we did it uh, in 2017 um, and it just wasn't as fun it, You, some of you know the story like my dad had passed away and uh, in late 2016 and the end of 2016 I just he's the one that got me into Halloween and just felt like all that went out the window you know just kind of like ugh. and it's a lot of work and we just just wasn't right we just didn't want to do it um, so this year we're back October 26th um, we're going to announce the theme and, and all that fun stuff uh, real soon so hope to see you there it's always a fun time uh, it's usually the big show in Baltimore so if you can make it that'd be rad uh, okay today I want to talk about, um, I touched on it a little bit earlier. Uh, I want to talk about pre-saving um, for your music. Spotify, Apple Music, um, Deezer is like a UK thing. Uh, I want to talk about how to set it up, where to set it up, um, and what to expect, I guess. Um, we're, entering, we're entering a new world, like we're already in this new world, but pre-saving is going to be the new pre-order right like iTunes pre-order you're going to be pre-saving from now on um, as iTunes downloads go down and eventually that store goes away in the next few years pre-saving is the next thing and uh, we're going to talk about it so uh, it really helps bands it really helps artists um, yeah let's get into it Okay, all right, what's going on? Uh, so, pre-saving, let's, let's get into it. Um, first off, let me talk about uh, Spotify and Apple Music and all of this, the streaming versus downloads, um, the kind of like, the, the conflict, I'd say. I'd say most people these days are totally fine uh, just streaming music and using Spotify and, and Apple Music and other platforms like that. Um, but there's a lot of people still that, that enjoy using iTunes and downloading the record, paying that 10 bucks, and uh, 
I guess it just feels more like they own it. Um, and they want to feel like they're supporting the band. And some people think that, that streaming doesn't support the band, okay? Um, it, it does. I, I promise it does, okay? We're, we're at a point now, like, the, the scales have tipped, I think, um, to where if a band is getting enough streams, you know, it's actually livable. It's, it's, it's not like back in the beginning where downloads were still sort of reigning supreme and streams, streaming was kind of coming up on it. And it was like there was this weird moment in time where even us, like, you know, we thought the same thing. We were like, oh, man, we're getting screwed over here because, you know, we were getting that. We weren't getting that full $10, you know, on, on, a, on a record from iTunes because Apple takes like 30% and then you got distributor. And, and then if you're on a label, the label takes 50% or, or whatever, however your deal is structured. Um, you know, we were <laughs> probably walking away with less than 50% of that. But... Um, you know, and compared to the streaming, it was like, oh, my God, this is like not even a penny per stream, you know. Um, but a band like Ballyhoo, um, we have somehow been able to uh, stream in a way that, like, it actually pays the bills now, you know. Um, my band streams roughly one to two million per month. And that's like all services. And th that is insane to me. That's crazy to me. Um, I, I'm super grateful for that. Uh, and um, there are other bands that they don't get that. You know, you, if you're only streaming 1,000 a month, that's really not going to add up to a lot. Um, and I can understand where that can be frustrating um, for the artist. So my, my whole thing is I'm trying to educate people on um, if you're a super huge fan and you want to support the band, by all means, yes, buy the record at iTunes, you know, uh, buy the record at iTunes, buy the CD at the shows if you still like to have the cover art and stuff. CDs are more like merch these days. They're not really, you know, most cars don't come with a CD player anymore and nobody's got a disc man anymore. Um, and so it's become more of like a merch item like a t-shirt or a sticker. Um, and so that's why you see a lot of bands still selling them, still printing them. Some bands have sworn off CDs entirely, and they just do streaming and, and downloads, and that, that's fine as well. Um, but I know that I like to... Uh, I like to have CDs out there for people. Like, you know, we'll sign them, and, and people, they'll... They'll get us. They'll buy it. They'll get us. Get us to sign it, and they'll on the way home. They'll uh, uh, they'll just stream it, you know. And um, so, and it's interesting. They'll they'll put it up on on the shelf there when they get home. Uh, that's why I think vinyl does so well, you know, even better than CDs because like there's a lot of people that don't even have record players, but they still buy the vinyl because I guess because of the art and just it's bigger and looks really cool and the band can sign it, you know. Um, so if you want to be a super fan and you want to support the band, please buy the record on iTunes while you, you know, while you still can, you might as well buy the CD and or the vinyl, right? Um, but don't, when you listen to the record, don't listen on iTunes, right? You buy the record on iTunes, it downloads to your phone. Don't listen to it there. Uh, most likely, 
you have a Spotify or Apple Music account, right? Even though you may still buy from iTunes. If you've already got this Spotify account and you're paying the 10 bucks, um, spin it over there, stream it. Uh, because it honestly is going to help the artist way more. Because think about, when you think about this, you're, you have your, um, you buy the record for 10 bucks and you spin it, but you're not, the band doesn't get credit for those spins on your personal phone, your, your iPod, whatever. It's when you use the Spotify app or the Apple Music app or the Amazon Music app, that's where it counts. That's where all the numbers, like, we can pull up all those numbers and see. And bands can turn around and use that as ammo for, like, nailing down support tours, uh, getting promoters to, to finally book them in that room, um, getting uh, a band looking for an agent or, or a manager. They can pull up those numbers and be like, okay, we're getting... You know, we're getting 10,000 streams a month, you know, which is incredible. Um, you can't do that with, with a, a record you bought on iTunes. The, it just doesn't hold any weight. And you might see on your iTunes there that you've spun this song a thousand times, but the, the band's not getting that credit. So every time you stream at least 30 seconds of a song, uh, the band gets credit for a stream. And that's where it's all counting. We're moving into a world that's all streaming. Everything's streaming. Music. Movies, everything. Um, even books are fucking streaming now, you know? Uh, so eventually iTunes is going to die out. And if you're, if you're one of the diehards and, and you want to hold on to that, you're a purist, I understand. I totally understand. Some people don't do the streaming, and that's totally fine. Um, you know, then, you know, those people are probably also going out to the shows and buying T-shirts and things like that. That's, that's definitely a form of support. But when it comes to listening to the music, um, especially if you're on those platforms already, streaming, um, you know, listen over there. That's all. You know, it just, it's really going to help. But don't, don't listen to all that old stuff where like, oh, Spotify sucks. They're not paying bands. Bands do get paid. It all adds up. But it's only going to add up if the streams are coming in, you know. So, uh, you know, embrace it. And, um, yeah, if you really want to help, that's, that's the, be the best way to help in this 2019, you know, streaming world going into 2020. Um, so pre-saves uh, are another thing that is a part of that whole thing, that whole world. Um, it used to be you pre-order at iTunes, you know, a couple months ahead. And sometimes bands will do the thing called instant gratification. Uh, and that means you pre-order and you get a download right then and there, right? Um, and I assume, uh, well, I know that you can do that. Well, kind of, you can kind of do that. There's campaigns that let you do that. You can use Gleam, um, which like, you know, pre-save the album, get a download, you know, of the, of the song. Um, and then some bands can set it up. Like if they have a whole record coming out, they can actually set up, you know, the single or one of the songs from the album um, to come out early. And you'd be maybe be able to unlock that, <clears throat> but um, for us, for example, we we have these these two songs coming out next Friday, August twenty third. So Sounds of Summer nineteen is what we called it, and it's just two songs that we felt were like really. It was like the vibe, the summer vibe, and the way it worked out. It's funny, like this totally would have been great to release at the beginning of summer, May June, you know, 
but the songs didn't exist until like a month ago, you know? So um, as soon as we wrote the songs, I was like, these have got to come out right now. And literally wrote them, recorded them, you know, all within a week's time and uploaded it to our, our distributor, did the art, everything. And it was ready to come out, August, you know, August 23rd. You want to give yourself some leeway. You don't want to release that that week. You, you want to give some time. Um, so what do you do with that time? Well, you set up a pre-save link. Um, and the way we do it, we, we work with InGrooves. That's, that's our distributor. And InGrooves has been taking care of us for a while um, and with, with Rakos Records, our label. And we own the label. Um, so we deal with them. And we get our Spotify link ahead of time to set these up. And so some of you are thinking, like, okay, I don't work with InGrooves. How do I get my link like, how do I get my Spotify link to set up a pre-save? Um, I did a little bit of research for you. Not a ton, but uh, I did some research. And I actually wanted to know myself. I wasn't exactly sure. Um, so I found out that if you're working with CD Baby, for example, um, they can link you up with show.co. And you, I believe you can start your own. You don't have to be with CD Baby to use show.co. Um, there's, a, there's some pricing involved. Um, but they have this basic plan at zero. Uh, it's free. Um, and you can campaign at SoundCloud, YouTube, and Social Unlock Basic. I'm not exactly sure what the uh, Social Unlock is. Um, and then uh, analytics, basic analytics. Um, and that's pretty much it. And then you can go, it's like 39 a month for their gold package, 99 a month for platinum, and so on. Um, and it just sort of gives you more analytics and... Uh, the ability to remarket and things like that. Um, anyway, uh, you would use show.co to, you, you need your, uh, your Spotify uh, URI. Um, I can't remember what the I stands for, but uh, it's not URL, it's URI. Um, and you would enter that information, and it can, it'll find your upcoming releases and provide you with the link. Um, and uh, so if you're using CD Baby, um, I think this is a free service that comes with it. With the CD Baby, um, the fee. Um, so you link up with that. Uh, there's also Distro, just like Distro Kid. If you're using Distro Kid, um, you can go over to their, uh, what is it? Um, I have Distro Kid because I'm going to be releasing some um, solo stuff soon. Go into their settings. If you click the little gear there, um, and there's all these different options you have. If you, go, if you click hyper follow, um, grow your fan base by sending these custom landing pages. So with hyper follow, um, once you have your release ready to go, uh, it'll automatically find your, um, your pre-save link for you and provide you with a landing page for your fans to go and hit the pre-save. Um, so the, uh, we also uh, we use feature.fm. That's what we use with InGrooves. They have an account with them, so we use that um, for the band. And uh, so, like, for instance, I'm looking at my analytics now for the Sounds of Summer 19. We're, we set a goal. We wanted to make a goal for our, um, our fans to uh, get us to 1,000 pre-saves. And the way it's set up here, it's, um, it's, so it shows me total link clicks. Like, we have 1,020. Uh, link clicks in total, right? 
and I can look and see like where it came from, like total link clicks, like from Facebook, from direct. I assume that means um, the email marketing, maybe the, the newsletter, Instagram, uh, feature.fm itself, uh, because I guess maybe people that pre-save before will get a notification saying, hey, there's, enough, there's another thing you can pre-save. Um, anyway, so there's that. Um, and then it says unique users, and that is the number of people who visited your landing page or were routed directly to a service or store. That's 920. And then uh, 785 clicks to service, which is 85% of the total clicked links. Uh, visitors that were routed to a service or store from the landing page or directly. So we, we roll with that number, uh, the 785, because the total link clicks are 1,020. That means, you know, um, over 200 people didn't actually pre-save. They probably got there and they're like, oh, what's this shit? I don't, wanna, I don't wanna give up all this information. Um, so what it is is you're using a third party because Spotify doesn't have its own built-in pre-save feature yet, which I'm very surprised at because that it seems like such a no-brainer these days. It's, it's going to be an industry standard, no doubt. I'm, I'm wondering why it's taken them so long to roll it out. Uh, Apple apparently quietly added this feature last year. It's called pre-add. And you can click this link, and it'll take you to the pre-add as well as the, as the pre-save at Spotify. Um, but, but Apple actually made it a part of their... Uh, their platform. I don't know that you can actually go, like if your favorite artist has a new record coming out, I don't know that you can go on there right now and be like, oh yeah, pre-save, boom. You know, have it in there. I I need to look that up. Um, I didn't see any information about that, but they are making it so you can pre-add. Now, the one thing about Apple, a, a friend of mine told me that they did it and they had to put in like their Apple ID and then they had to get like this trust your computer code basically like you hit the thing and it's that uh, uh, two-factor authentication system they have which is great you know for security but for something like this it seems so like over the top it's like yo I'm literally just adding a song to my Apple Music library I'm not you know telling you where my kids go to school like stuff like that um so it doesn't seem like it should be that big a deal. But anyway, the, this, the, on both of these platforms, Apple and Spotify, the, the pre-save feature is, right now it's done by third parties, so it's not streamlined. It's, these third-party apps are getting your information, but at the same time, and, and people, people freak out about this a little bit. Some people go, I'm not doing that. I don't want to give up my information. It's like, you know, in my mind, You've already given up information, you know, and this is in no way to like stress any people that are that are not doing it. I'm just saying in my from my own peace of mind, like when I do this, I do it no problem because, you know, for other artists, because it's like, you know, if you're if you're logging in with Facebook anywhere, you know, they got the, the option to log in with Facebook or log in with Google as opposed to signing up with an email. It, it whatever data facebook has on you when you sign in with facebook to anywhere it's getting that data like that platform had now has that data it has access to your whatever you have on facebook so it's just we live in that world now you know it's kind of it's weird like the 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 privacy line you know where it's where is it drawn it's very thin it's kind of kind of dim maybe um uh but you know obviously if you don't want to do that it is totally fine it's totally up to you 
Um, I, I'm not here to pressure you. I'm just trying to give out some information. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's third party. So you are, um, you're basically authorizing that app, that third party app to access your Spotify or Apple Music library. And all they're doing, and I think it says, even says like change or alter your library. All that means is we need to be able to find the song on release day and put it in your library. That's it. And you can even, some of these, uh, I know with the Spotify one, you can add it to a playlist that you have. Like if you've got like a party playlist or a beach playlist, the Ballyhoo would go great on, by the way. If you don't have a song that you should, should have. Um, if you have, you can select one of your personal playlists and add it to it automatically day one, um, which I think is a great feature. And that actually helps even more. Like Spotify, Spotify looks at uh, your interaction. Like, it's like the streams and it's like versus like the, the, uh, the engagement. Um, so like the more engagement that it sees and engagement is you adding it to a playlist, you sharing it, copying the link and pasting it everywhere and sending it to people, stuff like that. They can see all that. So when they see that going, that's, it, it makes them go, Oh, well this, this is uh, this must be a cool song. You know, we need to, we need to get this heard some more. So that's when it goes into the discover weekly and, um, you know, other personalized playlists, like for daily mix and things like that. Um, so that's why I'm stressing this so hard. It's like, um, I don't want people to be afraid of it. Um, it's it's going to become an industry standard thing. Um, and it's just so much better for artists now to get the streams, you know, as opposed to the the iTunes buy, you know. It's great that 10 bucks goes to, well, the whole 10 bucks doesn't go to the artist, but they get that money eventually, but you're going to serve the artist way more over time by listening to it at these streaming services. Um, so all in all, you know, I, I'm hoping that these, uh, this pre-save option, this feature is going to be built into the native Spotify app and the native Apple Music app sometime in the future, hopefully the near future, because this just feels like a no-brainer, you know? Why wouldn't you? I mean, the major labels build campaigns around this stuff, you know? I think it was, I read that Billie Eilish did a pre, pre-save on her latest record, and it got like 800,000 pre-saves, and it broke like first-day records, you know? That's a thing now. And it's a good way to gauge you know, how it's going to do post-release day. Um, you know, so I hope they do this, and I hope you do this, you know. It's a big, just get, get familiar and get warmed up to the idea, um, and uh, it's, it's really going to help artists a lot more. And if you're an artist, um, make sure you're doing what I said earlier. Go to these, go to DistroKid, go to um, CD Baby, TuneCore, uh, sign up with show.co, um, S-H-O-W dot co, C-O. Um, do some research. Go, just Google, you know, Spotify pre-save. How to, how, to set up, how to set up a Spotify pre-save. You'll find all kinds of information, different services that allow you to do it. Um, feature is supposedly one of the better ones. Um, but I saw a guy on YouTube do it at show.co, and it looked pretty simple. Yeah, with that, enjoy. Happy streaming. Uh, happy making music to all the artists out there. Big up. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, that was episode 82. 
of uh, Tales from the Green Room. Um, yeah, stream, people. Just get you, get your stream on, you know? You're already doing it. You know you're already doing it. Just please buy the record and go to, you know, but listen to Spotify or Apple Music. Anyway, I don't want to cram this shit down your throat. I don't want to make you feel bad. I'm here to make you have a, have a good day, you know? Um, everybody check out uh, Howie Spangler at Instagram, HowieSpangler.com. Hit up the Tales from the Green Room website to uh, support the podcast if you'd like. Um, we've also got some really rad t-shirts and coffee mugs and things like that uh, at HowieSpangler.com. Just go to the store. Check out the Tales Pod merch. Um, yeah, BallyHooRocks.com slash tour for tickets. And uh, see you soon.